Welcome to the Hangout on the Voice with My Bella podcast. It's your girl, Lay, and I'm here with Roman. And today's special guest is Don P and his man. Oh, honey. Good. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, we're probably going to get to know y'all today. So, want to start off? Um, like, what do y'all do? Well, uh, uh, I, we both do two different things. So I, I'll let 400 start off and talk a little bit about what he does um, as an artist, a songwriter, and, you know, working in the music industry. Yeah, well, pretty much I'm a, for starters, I'm an artist in the music industry, professional singer. I also sing, um, write and produce records for other people as well. I own a, my own music company, the MSMJ Music Company. We do publishing. I don't know if you guys um, know what that is, but I have a publishing company, the MSMJ Music Company as well. And uh, so my day-to-day operations is uh, I write a lot of songs, <laughs> write a whole lot of songs, just about everything that, um, you know, any ideal that I, I think of, I try to create something with that to make sure you have a lot of material, <laughs> um, produce a lot of records throughout the day. And it, it's also a lot of tedious business work as well with music if you want to be paid <laughs> you know if you want to be paid you have to have your business part as well so like that would be kind of like my day-to-day uh you know dealing with royalty companies and sending out invoices uh, making sure bills are paid what's the hardest part like being in the music industry uh the hardest part is figuring out who uh who is fugazi <laughs> and who is legit <laughs> because there's so many so many people and things, uh, you know, like when you're moving through your career to get to, a, you know, whatever status that you want to have with your music, you run across so many people that say they could do things that that don't do those things. It is just actually a scam to take your money or it'll. Um, yeah, it's, it's yeah, that w- I would say that's the biggest thing, figuring out who's real or not, being able to have your checks and balances on people so you can make sure that you're you're working with the correct people. I was just asking you that because, like, I've been, like, for a while, I've been thinking that, like, I want to do music, but, like, I don't know a lot about that. So I'm just, like, learning. So, like, do you have any, like, pointers? Or? Yeah, the first thing I would say is uh, what what do you want to do with music? And I, I, I'll jump in with you and say why you why to ask yourself the question why and what you want to do. Um. I want to sing because, like, when I sing, I feel like I feel peaceful and, like, in my own world. And, like, I just want to feel like that. Dopeness. Cool. Well, I, I would say um, to write a lot of music, you make more money when you write your own music. <laughs> so uh, that's where I would start making sure, you know, you have fresh ideals. Every time you think of something, jot it down. You never know what what you can create, you know, from from things that you have. And from there, I would say to study as much as you can about uh, how the music business actually works. Um, I have some stuff I could give you that you can look at when we're finished. There's a thing called uh, the cheat code in particular that that will be really good to look at. It kind of gives you an insight. It's on YouTube. It gives you an insight of kind of like the inner workings of music and kind of like to let someone know it's like, do you want to do this as a hobby or do you want to do this to uh, make money? You know, because it's a very big difference. If you just want to do it at a hobby, as a hobby, uh, you know, do it as your leisure, you know, cover songs here and there. 
when you can. But if you want to take it serious as a career, I would say I would say start studying some of the, some things in business publishing more than anything. Yeah, definitely yeah. publishing. That <laughs> yeah. that is the most money you can make in in the music business. Uh, I have a question. Uh-huh. My name's Isaac, and I, I want to ask y'all, like, what motivated y'all? Who or what motivated y'all to do this? Uh, this is what I've always wanted to do. Uh, like, since I was, like, seven or eight years old, I've, I've always wanted to be an artist. I've been infatuated just with um, the, the sound and being able to perform, creating things. That I just kind of, uh, you know, I just manifested it for myself, pretty much, just working towards it since I was like seven or eight years old, you know, writing songs a very long, long time. So just sticking with it is pretty much what works. For me. And I, all right, you written that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I guess from my side, my job is a, a little bit different, but I mean, it's, it's very similar at, at the same time because he works more on the artist side of it. Um, I'm a radio personality by trade. Uh, I got my bachelor's in radio, television, and film production. Now, it's kind of funny how I got into radio. I was in college, and I was already kind of into the music. Um, And we started a record label. And my job, outside of just doing the singing part of it, um, was to uh, do marketing. And I liked doing marketing, and I went to the radio station and got an internship expecting to get the music on the radio. And basically what ended up happening was uh, a month later, uh, they gave me a job in radio. So I had a job in radio um, before I graduated from college. And I think once I started doing radio, it opened up the door for me to do so many other things behind the scene to where music, as far as the singing part of it, it became a hobby. And the professionalism, and the business side of it, it became, you know, more of my career. Um, what what motivates me, I think being in media and what made me love media was um, when you're in media, you have the power to talk to a lot of people. And if you want to have impact versus influence, then you need to have some kind of control over what's going out to your people. I I mean, by me being African-American, a lot of times, you know, our people have been discriminated against. And I think it, and a lot of times it was just because we didn't have the knowledge. And so I wanted to get into media because I wanted to make the distribution of knowledge fair, you know, Um, making sure that everybody have the access to have the information that they need to make the right decisions if that makes sense. I, I think um, that was a big motivation, motivational factor for me um, that, that motivates me to get into media. Um, I got a question. How long did it take you to start your own label? Um, that's a tricky question because, <laughs> uh, I mean, starting a label, starting a label on paper can be pretty fast. Uh, just going to get an LLC and, you know, filling out the paperwork and you actually got a label. I think yeah, you building, have that in a day. Yeah, you can have that yeah. in a day. I think <laughs> building the foundation of uh, a good, successful record label. I mean, it, I think that could be a process that, that happens over the course 
of years. And uh, I mean, if you got some really good, successful music, it'll happen faster for you by not by because you because you will have to you, you will have to figure it out at, at some point. So I, I don't know if I answer that question. 400, 400 has a record label currently. So, yeah, what what um what my label like the, the business and the paperwork side and everything. We did that in around like 2006 very long time ago the first uh where i would say everything started working for me was around 2008 well um my my label received a publishing deal to do work for um the show entertainment tonight i don't know if you guys are familiar with entertainment tonight that come uh i don't even know if it still comes on anymore but that was the that was my first to say that okay my label i have a label you know, it's, it's successful. I have a track record professionally of doing something. So, um, yeah, I would say it, it takes time and consistency. Uh, I would say you really can't put a, a, a time limit on it because, you know, some some people, you know, like luck of the draw can start singing and be discovered, you know, very fast. And it's like next month their life will change. But like if you're going to be the person behind the scenes actually building that infrastructure, those things to it it takes time, like years, pretty much. I mean, not just for me, but for anyone. Yeah, that, that, I, and then yeah. and I think the most important thing to to say. Uh, I mean, I'll speak for the entertainment business as a whole, or or any kind of business or entrepreneurship. I think it's important to understand that it's a marathon. Um, we met each other as business partners twenty years ago, and. Uh, We've our careers have taken us into different different directions, um, all over the world. Yeah, actually, different yeah. continents. And I mean, I think the beauty of being able to still, you know, find common ground and, and work in place to work together, I think that's really dope. What made y'all want to come here to McGlone? All right, cool. That's a good question. Um, a couple years ago, I came up with an idea that I felt like it was just so much negativity in like music, whether it was social media, even the TV shows. Like if you really kind of pay attention, it was just it's crazy. A lot of negativity. I mean, everything is about the ops and, you know, all of this and that. And so. One of the things that I realized and it started making me think, well, I, I started looking at the media and then I started thinking about myself as a kid. Right. Because I don't want to make a judgment on what's commonly going on without thinking about what was going on in my time. And when I started thinking about even what was going on in my time, one of the things I realized was, you know, as I got older, I did a lot of stuff, a lot of dumb stuff uh, for the sake of being cool or for the sake because I just thought it was the end thing to do, or because everybody was doing it, you know, just, just for a lot of dumb reasons, I did some dumb stuff. And so as I got older and I started realizing all of those things, I wanted to use entertainment, music, and media to push a positive message. So I created a program called Pep Rally With A Purpose. And with Pep Rally with a Purpose, what we do is we do free concerts for students. And in between the performances, we use role play, motivational speaking, games, trivia, and just a lot of fun activities to 
promote positive a- agenda, um, whether it be drug abstinence, um, nonviolence, appropriate inappropriate versus inappropriate social media use, um, just generally things like that. And I, I, I really tried to pick people that I knew um, that young people could relate to that could also relate to young people where we could kind of say, man, I remember when I was in that position. Um, and so that's, that's kind of how we ended up here. Uh, we did uh, a couple different schools, Schmidt Elementary, Virginia Court Elementary. Uh, we're going to Jones uh, today to do these free concerts. And I heard about you guys' program while I was here. So I thought it'd be great to come and get interviewed by you and, and check out the, the dope podcast. That's lit. That's lit. Um, um, like, is it like hard to make start? Yes. Yes. It's, it's hard to make money when you first start, because when you first start, you don't really know every avenue that you can use to make money with uh, like for music, for example. You don't really know how, you know, like just for example, how do you think money is made from music? Yeah. Fun fact. A lot of uh, famous artists, that's their same answer. <laughs> but uh, is but um, to answer your, your question, you have to learn the different. That's why I say, like, um, study the business. So you will know the different avenues that you can use to make money. There's um, I could think of probably like I'd say like 50 or so different ways that I, I can make money off of just one song whether it's uh, radio airplay, if the song is being performed, uh, like dealing with sync licensing, you get a commercial for it. Uh, you get paid off of YouTube, whether I it's on my page or whether it's on your page. I still, you know, it, it's like you have to know that all of these things are available. That's why I say it's, it's hard to make money at first. I didn't know all of these things at first. So you're moving through, you start to learn more. Like, ah, oh, oh, so you get a check with that. You can get a check yeah so uh yeah it it's hard at first when you because most of the time a lot of artists uh in like professionally or non-professionally do not know every single type of way they can make money with music um same i think it's the same with uh same with radio too um i think with radio a lot of times radio is radio is kind of weird because it depends on what market like so you got to think about when i talk about what market you're talking about like what city you're in, uh, how many people uh, can that radio station reach? Um, and then also when you talk about radio, you got to talk about a couple of different things, especially now uh, that podcasts have came around before when I got into the radio business, it wasn't a such thing as like independently being able to do your own podcast. It wasn't that many opportunities. You either had to, go through doing a radio show at a radio station or you either had to go work at a TV station. And if you were, if you were lucky and you had money or somebody to fund you, you could possibly put something on public access television. Um, but with the coming of technology, you start having things like the Roborg and, digital streaming and stuff like that, which opens up the market. So when you start talking about broadcasting now, 
and you ask that question, uh, the answer is still it's 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 going to take you a little while because you have to understand how to make the money. Like the same process that he went through with music, I went through in the media side of it. Um, I when I first got into radio, I thought it was just cool to be on the radio and be able to entertain and talk to a lot of people. Now, the whole time while I was entertaining and being happy about talking to a lot of people, there was a lot of people around me, producers, uh, sales execs, uh, executive producers, uh, tons of other people that was around me that was making a lot of money. And I was making just a smaller amount. In my career, what happened was I started to become the executive producer. So I have a music exchange radio as a company that I own. Music exchange radio is a media and marketing firm. And so we have part ownership in several radio stations. Uh, one being 96.3 FM in Monroe, 106.7 in Streveport, and also music exchange radio, uh, dot, music exchange radio network.com, which is a digital radio station. And so I think that's where it helped me start to make, make more money or at least be more, more stable and have more control. And I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm independent. So that's two different lifestyles. Like I was corporate for 15 years and corporate is kind of working for a bigger company and they pay you a salary. They pay you a paycheck and being independent is more like what you guys are doing right now. You have your own podcast, you have your own TV show, you own your own stations, you go out and get your own advertisers, you go out and get your own sponsorships. And I'll leave you with this uh, when you talk about that, since I brought up corporate versus independent um, and we're talking about the financial of it. When I worked for the corporate station, the corporate station made a lot more money I was responsible for making them a lot more money and I took about 20%. And then a little bit less than that after taxes. Now, me being independent, if an advertiser or a sponsor come come through, uh, I'll take about 70%. And that's after paying everybody and you know what's what's about left maybe about 60 60% so it it gives you more control you know but i think it takes a it takes a longer time to build yourself up making money uh long term as an independent but corporate you can get out of job i mean you can get out of college and and if you did a good job networking know the right person and and get a pretty good plan paying salary job now you might come in maybe fifty thousand a year, so no, it, that is decent. Now I don't know if that'll be decent by the time you guys uh, graduate. <laughs> so I have a question. So Don Pete and Four Hundred, where y'all from? <laughs> I'm from Los Angeles, California. I'm from uh, New Orleans, uh, Louis. Well, I live in New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, but I'm actually from Biloxi, Mississippi. And so I've lived in Atlanta, now New Orleans. So uh, I guess where I'm from is New Orleans now. I've been there about 11 years. So, 
Yeah, where I was born, actually. Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, I was actually born in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, since uh lived in Atlanta, where I met Don P. I lived in Africa, well, for um for a little bit of time. Seattle. And I stopped in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was in Los Angeles. That that's home. I probably never would live there. It's amazing. Have you ever been? Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> All right, I'll take the next question, y'all. Um, so it's pretty dope that you heard about us through uh, through our media because a lot of the students in here have made podcasts. And so that's that's awesome to hear. Um, my question is, um, a lot of times we see artists, when they get more popular, they start to change. And sometimes um, they turn into something that, that they weren't originally, maybe something more negative than what they started. So how do you as artists, how do we as artists, maintain our identities um while we're trying to be business people and trying to make money and just staying true to yourself i'd say first and foremost um always remembering who you are as a person not letting anyone's opinion change who you actually are as a person i'd say for myself is uh that's how i i stay grounded you know just throughout throughout um my career and you know like remembering who i am you know they um being humble is very important in life, like not just to other people, but humbling yourself to yourself and, and your actions, being aware of those type of things, um, I think helps not to uh, like negatively be impacted by, I'd say, fame or success or anything like that. You know, it, it's it's a certain way that you can move to to avoid certain type of things, I'd, I'd say. Uh, from From my side, I mean... I think I think it's about I, I think it's about your, your moral standards. Now I'll be I'll be honest with you. I think a lot of people when they get into uh, the arts or entertainment, I think they start to lose their purpose. I think one of the ways that you you stay true to yourself. I think one of the ways that you kind of don't get caught up into the money or yeah, the facade. You, yeah, it's a whole, yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> it's it staying true to yourself and understanding your purpose. That's why when you say, "Hey, I want to sing," if you do start to sing, of course you got to do the business part of it to make money. But at the end of the day, you're gonna have to find some time in the day and some find some time into your life to where you stop and take a minute and you say, "Why am I doing what I'm doing?" And and if that purpose don't match who you are or it don't make you feel good, then you got to try to either curve that or, or figure out something else to do. It's, it's something about what you're doing that, that makes it not feel good uh, anymore. Um, I, th I think that's, that's one of the kind of the ways that I look at it. And then the other thing is uh, having impact, man. Like my, one of the things that's big to me and one of my purposes in life is uh, I want to have impact. Um, at the end of the day, uh, when I'm old, 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 and I can't move around no more, and I'm watching my kids grow up and watching my grandkids grow up, I would hope that they would be, that I would have lived a life that they could say that they're proud of, that I left a good impact, I left a good legacy. And so, uh, because legacy is important to me, that's another way that I stay, stay true to myself. Because if I was to, you know, be fake, that wouldn't be good for my 
legacy. You yeah. know what I mean? And fake only lasts but so long. Yeah. And that's why hey. it's better to just be right. Be so real it's just better. You to, you're only gonna be able to keep up fakeness for a short amount yeah. of time. <laughs> it doesn't last. Well, um, I have a question. What college did y'all go to? College? Yeah. I went to Chancellor University in Ohio. I went to University of Southern Mississippi in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Did y'all play any sports in college? I played football the first year of college, um, but I, I went to Akron University my first year. I kind of like college hopped a little bit before I stopped somewhere. But um, at Akron University, uh, that first year I played football because I played in high school. I um, used to tell myself I was going to be a rapper or the, or the NFL. <laughs> That's what I thought in, in high school. I got to college and I learned how football worked beyond high school. And that wasn't the thing for me anymore. So I, I just only did it for just one year. I ran track in college. Um, I was four-time all-conference, two-time all-American, triple jumper. Yeah. Um, at one point in time, I was in top 10 in the country. Um, on the lower end of that in the country, <laughs> I would say. I, I've mostly ranked in, in the definitely in the top 100s all of my career, though. I got a question from 400. So I see you got um like this clothing brand on, like with three stripes and the line. Is that your clothing brand? Yeah, yeah. This is actually my um my clothing brand. The shirts are um are out now. The the sneakers come out next year. But I started my own brand with my logo. It's just about diversifying the income. Like I said, there's there's plenty of different ways and outlets that you can use to to create income when you're when you're making music. Because music sells everything. <laughs> pretty much you know it the music can sell my clothes as well so it's just you know understanding how all of that works but yeah this is this is my brand the 400 brand so also um me and my um fellow friend isaac uh -huh. we also have a clothing brand here uh -huh. mine is bellside bellas with another student he's not here and his is it is fly you uh, know dope. that's dope that's what we can show you at the end of the podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, let All me right. see a shirt yeah, or something. Let me see, let me see what y'all got. Take a picture of something <laughs> right quick. And my tagline is, stand out like the blue rose. I like All that. Right. That's dope. Like stand that. out like That's the blue dope. rose. Yeah. 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 How'd you come up with that? So I came up with it because, like, um, first the logo, it, had, it got blue rose in it, then a B, and then Bell's already at the uh, bottom. And, like, me and a fellow student, because uh, we, Montbello, we call it, we call Bellside short for Montbello. So, and we're two uh, students, bro brothers that grew up in Montbello together, you know. Uh, I picked the blue rose because, like, everybody likes a red rose and, like, but different, like, want to be different. So, I picked the blue rose, and that's when my tagline stand out like the blue rose. Stand out like yeah. the blue that's rose. A, yeah, that's that was a good idea. dope. Yeah, that's that's dope concept. Yeah, and mine is, like, this guy has no limits because people could reach more than the limits for me. I like that, too. You know, I tell people that a lot. The limit is not the sky. There's like space and universe and like planets that we don't even know the names. Of. So, you know, so you're right. The sky is not the limit. I like I like that he said that. I yeah, say that all the time. That's big. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So I have a question. So how, how do you market your clothing brand? Um, right now, I market the clothing brand through my music. I um, Marketing agencies, uh, I go through for a lot of, uh, to get advertisements done mostly. I'm about to... Um, dabble in commercialing 
a little bit in certain, you know, in certain markets to test it out to see if that if that works for me. But right now, I just I just work with a, um, a couple of different marketing agencies to get advertisements done and spread them on Internet. Uh, we did a newspaper campaign before just, you know, trying to think outside of the box to, to reach customers. Uh, my question is, how can I juggle school while trying to start a business? It's very easy. If you stay on top of the schoolwork, like don't do don't do your homework like right before it's due, or, or you know, don't uh, don't. It's time management. Time I guess man- is where, yeah, I, is time- where I'm getting at. It, yeah, it's very easy when you have management. good time management. Give yourself a certain amount of time, and and staying focused is the is the biggest thing. Staying focused with everything, and uh, it, it's it's very very possible. My uh, my daughter is actually a senior in high school. She goes to school. She works part-time at Marriott and she also runs her own hair and lash business. So it is possible and she has all A's. So it's very possible. It's just about the time management. I say it's the biggest thing. And then, and I'll say scheduling, like one of the things that you got to do, it it may seem like a lot now, but one of the things you could do is track, track your time, like track your time and say, all right, what did I do at this time from this time? What did I do from this time to this time? And then once you once you track your time, then you can find things that you can eliminate. Like sometimes I have like to TikTok. Yeah, sometimes I have to eliminate, eliminate like <laughs> social media. If, if it's not productive social media, as far as like something that I'm doing for work, then I have to uh, eliminate that. You feel what I'm saying? Or sometimes I can't go out with my friends and go partying. It just don't work like that. I'm a business owner. And so I have to kind of focus on, you know, the things that task. I think uh, it depends on how bad you want to have a business and, and juggle school. You know, I think I think that's what it comes down to. Um, in the industry, is there like um, certain things that are like negative to you guys or? Uh, in the yes. industry, yeah, it's tons <laughs> of yeah, it's tons of negative things in, in the industry. Uh, I, you can start off. I, I talk about this all the time. It's the reason that I, I I still do media. It's the reason that I went independent in media and I left corporate because I wanted to to have a control over some of the negative things that happen in media. But I, I think in industry altogether, it's just a lot of things. I you could touch on you could touch on a couple of things, bro. Yeah, I, I would say the biggest um, what business I'd say uh, what the music business for negativity is. Uh, if you don't understand that business, you will get taken advantage of, just point blank. Period, and, and um, that kind of uh, it kills a lot of very very creative people's um, esteem to continue to create music once they un- like. It's like, just imagine a million dollars being made and you sang the song, wrote the song, but you, like you signed over rights because you want to be famous or, you know, whatever have you, you want your video, they're going to do this and that and third. And when it comes time to split the money, you actually get a bill <laughs> instead of a, a check, you know, like that becomes discouraging. But um, I, I'd say that would be the biggest negativity with the, with the music business, that if you do not understand this business, you will get to, I don't care what anybody tells you or how good it sounded, give you a car, house, like these things, give you a car, anything for you to sign this paper so we can make <laughs> this money. And like you would get left with 
with nothing. So I, I, I say that that boils back to, you know, like I keep saying, understand the business itself at first. That way, you know, like you know how to navigate and be able to use your use your talents for for good. And um, for for me, when I say there's a lot of negative things, I think uh, when I first got into when I first got into radio, I I was just I just wanted to be cool. I was just being cool, and I thought I was just saying stuff that make people laugh and make people have a good time. It was just all about it was it was just all about entertaining and making people laugh and have a good time. And but but I think one of the negative things about media is we don't talk enough about the, we don't do a good job of making people that have a voice or that have a platform in, in entertainment, making them understand their accountability. Um, it took me a while in radio to understand that like everything that I'm saying is not jokes. And some people may hear these jokes and not understand that I'm joking and take it serious. Um, and so I started to realize like what celebrity itself, like just being a celebrity, being a public figure, having a voice, having a platform, just, just understanding accountability. And I think one of the reasons that we have so much negativity is because people just being famous, people just singing a song. They're not really thinking about how it makes other people react or how it affects other people, you know? And like some younger kids, they may hear a song and they think that that's the cool thing to do. Whereas an adult hear that song, we know that that person is just telling their story. And trying to make we, some we know not We know, we know they're not yeah. about to do that in real life, but for whatever reason, there are a lot of people that watch the movies, that play the video game, that listen to the music. For whatever reason, they're not understanding that, you know, sort of a side. How, how it affects everybody else. Yeah. And, and so to me, I, I think that's, that's a negative thing. And then another negative thing is, I mean, just uh, capitalism. I mean, the, the want to make money. You'll, you'll want, sometimes people want to make money is, is too bad. Like you, you, you want it too bad. Anytime you want it bad enough where you will go against your moral standards, who you are, what you was taught as a as growing up, you become somebody different for the money. That means you wanted the money. You wanted the money too bad. And so that's another negative thing about the industry. Everybody just, Everybody just want the money. And I think we came up in the we came up in the era where it was about talent. It was, it was about, about talent. It was about talented the, to make like the you, money. If you didn't love it, you wouldn't have did it. Because it was so it was so hard. Like it was so hard that if you didn't love it, you wouldn't have did it. Like we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be here where we at right now today if if yeah, we, we didn't, didn't love it. Didn't love it. Like I, literally, I like we literally yeah. could have could have quit multiple times. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know, y'all. I could I could say that y'all don't. He slept in his car. Yeah, homeless, trying to be at the point that I am now. Hold on, yeah. hold on. Did, did you raise any kids in like that car? No, I didn't. I didn't raise my daughter. wasn't living with me when I was when I was homeless. So I didn't raise any kids in the car, so to speak. But I I 
did end up being homeless, traveling down this road of uh, wanting to be an artist and having my own company. But um, what helped me through being homeless is is my purpose. And, and it's like I wanted it that bad that I was willing to be homeless and try to figure that out and lose things. So, because at the end it was like uh, the, the game is so much more. And if I had to go back and like, I'd say, you know, like work a regular job or something like that. So I would not have been home. I, I would not go back and do that. I would do the same exact thing I did again to get to where I am today, because I appreciate every part of every part of the journey. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and just to kind of recap on that, like, he he have he had, he went to college. He he could have said, you know what, it's not working out. I'm not making money. I'm gonna just go get a job. Yeah, I you know what I'm saying. Degree. So I I could have yeah, went so, to so a Fortune 500 company so, and and yeah, been somebody's like CEO or or over a region or anything. But it's that that wasn't actually what I wanted to do with my life. That was that's been very important to me to make sure, you know, make sure I'm always doing what was in my head since I was a kid. Alright, so we gotta end it here. It was nice getting to know all about business and all that, because, like, I've been trying to learn about that, but, like, I don't got no points on that. Uh, so. nah, I, got some, I got some stuff for you when we, when we get off. I got some points. Right, and definitely, and we'll definitely hook up with uh, Mr. Paul, the instructor, and leave some information uh, for anybody that want to get any kind of business advice or just advice about the industry. We're definitely down with that. Uh, right. Great, great interview, guys, too. I want to commend you guys for the work, yes, the work yes, that you're doing. Is, I, I love everything that you guys are doing. This is my this is my lane. So it's good to see somebody else doing the same thing. And I, yeah. I love to see this in a school. Actually, this is this is everything for me to to not be in a studio and, and be at a school and the students are, are running it and learning these type of things early. Like, yeah, like like kudos to you guys. This is really, really great. You guys are doing a great job. All right. This was your host, Lynn and Romans and DJ and RJ. <laughs> All right. And uh, of course, I'm Don P, man. Make sure you follow me at Don P underscore radio show. Uh, music exchange radio network.com. Uh, also follow uh, Pep Rally with a purpose spelled out exactly how it sounds. Uh, thank you so much for you guys having me. Yes, sir. 400 signing off. You can find me on Instagram at it's 400. That's I T S 400. Or you can check out my website, www.its400.com. Yeah. You you could follow you could you could follow us on Spotify for me because subscribe and you get to donate ten dollars like every month you know so you can support a clothing brand or like anything we want to do. Uh, dope, yeah, call, yeah, yeah, dope. Yeah, make sure you give me that information. I got yeah, you. yeah, we I got we want to support yeah. you guys. Or if you want to donate, you could go to you could go to Instagram. 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 What's it called again? And follow us at digital, <laughs> digital media. The Confluence Media Center. Yeah, go on there on Instagram. Press the link. You feel me? And then boom, you could you could donate, bro. And you know, <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Hangout on the Voice of Marbella podcast. If you would like to support our work, you can subscribe to the Voice of Marbella podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, and become a supporter on Spotify to make a monthly donation. 
Also, follow us on Instagram at the Confluence Media Center and click on the link in the bio to check out more youth-led media content and make a donation. This has been a Confluence Media production.